Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So I have a question for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's hear it. Without government, who will build the roads? <laughs> this is the question this to end all questions, question. right? This the, is the this is the question that all other questions lead to. And I imagine a lot of kids are like scratching their heads right now. Like, what do you mean who will build the roads? Their like, parents might be laughing though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So why are the parents laughing? So for people who are maybe call themselves libertarians or maybe small government, limited government people, every time we try to say that we don't need government to be so big, the first question that people always ask, and this is the question that makes them the gotcha question, they think that they've quartered us, is, but without government, who will build the roads? And it gets to the point where we are so sick of hearing this because it happens all the time. But in a previous episode, you and I kind of talked about different ways that private organizations can help with charity. And that got me thinking about all the different things that obviously private people can do with not only roads, but pretty much anything. So I want to talk a little bit about that with you today. Well, it, it uh, it's funny because, um, and I think you you have a, a fun story to share that I enjoyed uh, learning about a, a year or two ago. But before we get into that, um, the thing that's always struck me as odd when people say, who will build the roads, is at the end of the day, the government isn't building any of <laughs> the roads. Have, they don't have a road company. <laughs> yeah, the, the government is saying, hey, we have all this money and we need a road. Who's willing to to, to build it? And they, if they're doing it right, they will get multiple bids from you know different companies so that the, the cheapest right. <laughs> and the and the best. Yeah, usually you get kind of your crony examples, and crony is a word to mean like corrupt, where you know maybe the person in charge of paying for the roads is going to hire his brother's company, right? And his brother will charge twice as much just so he can make a bunch of money. The taxpayers have to you know pay for it. You get some of that corruption sometimes, but if they're doing it right. Multiple companies will be able to bid on it and say, hey, I'm willing to build the road for this much money and this much time, and here's the quality that we would do. And the government person can look at all those bids and say, this one's good, this one's not. But it, but yeah, it's not the government, like uh, the, the bureaucrat, the guy who works at the department of whatever, right, who's putting on a hard hat and going out there and shoveling stuff. It's it's a, a private company who uh, who is really good at building roads, right? They have de developed that skill They've done it for a long time. They know how to reduce costs. They know how to improve quality and make sure that the roads don't crack and you don't have to replace them every so often. So I've just always found that's funny because I'm like, well, who will build the roads? Like, who does build the roads? Right right. It's not the government. It's not the it's government. Just, they just all the, keep all, the money. <laughs> exactly. All this is, a. it's not a question of roads. This whole question is really about who should have to pay for them and how will they pay for them? Well, and the answer to that is literally anyone, right? <laughs> and uh, I think the story I'm going to share with you right here in a second is going to kind of hit that home. So I think it was about two years ago. I think you're right. Domino's Pizza, they started something called Paving for Pizza. And they told all their customers like, hey, we're sick of the of the government not fixing the roads just as much as you are. It breaks you know, our delivery driver's cars. It makes it harder for them to get to, a, a, get to you. So if you tell us, if you find a pothole in the road or a really bad road and you want us to fix it, you know, submit the address, let us know, and we will come fix it. 
and people laughed at this at the beginning, right? How silly, dominoes. But for for libertarians, we thought like our day has come, right? <laughs> like even though we'd already knew that this was a possibility, all of a sudden you had the private sector st- jumping in and saying, we're going to do it. We're going to fix them ourselves. And I don't remember if they hired someone else or if I, I'm pretty sure that their delivery drivers are not also uh, skilled in fixing potholes. <laughs> um, and because of all the licenses, the government licenses that go into even being able to fix anything on public property. So that gets back to your point where it's just who's paying the money. And here, Domino's had what's called an incentive. And I think there's a Tuttle Twins books, book that talks about incentives, and I can't remember which one on the top of my head. Yeah, the messed up market, we talk about incentives. And uh, and so an incentive is basically a, a reason to do something. You are motivated to, to do something. And so, for example, if my wife tells me, hey, if you do the dishes tonight, I'll, you know, cook you an apple pie or bake Ooh, you an apple pie. I can get behind. Yeah, I now have an incentive to go do the dishes and do it quickly because, man, I want that apple pie. Or if your mom tells you, you know, hey, we'll take you out for ice cream tonight if you, you know, read three Tuttle Twins books in a row. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to read those Tuttle Twins books because you have an incentive uh, to want to do it. So, um, so yeah, what's the incentive with, with roads? What's the connection there? So with Domino's particularly, so they have they have an incentive, right, to fix the roads because they want us, they want to get to us easier. They want to make, you know, delivering pizza and thus getting money easier. And obviously we would prefer them to fix the road because government's not doing it. And we want our pizza too, right? So it, it's kind of one of those, I don't know if you, if listeners watch The Office, probably not, but it's what a, someone in The Office would call a win-win-win. Everybody wins, right? We get a fixed road. We also get pizza. Domino's gets our money. It's kind of hard to see anybody losing in this situation. And government doesn't have any incentive to fix things, at least on time, because who else are we going to find, right? They have to use our money to fix it. And they're the only game in town as far as finding, you know, the road service to fix. So we're kind of left to just wait for them to do it whenever they get around to it. And that doesn't help anybody. And that's a problem with monopolies. Everyone's played yes. the game Monopoly, but a monopoly is basically when one group or person or company is kind of in charge of, of you know one thing and there's no competition. And so the government has a monopoly on building the roads because you know right now no one else is, is allowed to do that. It's a, a government thing only. And so because they don't have any competition, because they're a monopoly, they can get away with having low quality, and high prices and poor communication. We, we talk about this in the food truck fiasco. Um, and so when you have competition, prices go down because if you're willing to offer someone a taco for $3, I might say, hey, $2.50, right? I have an incentive to lower my prices to beat you and get the customer. I have an incentive to have better quality because I want to win the customer and, and get their money over on my side. And I have an incentive to treat you like royalty, right? I have an yep. incentive to be very nice to you, the customer, because I want you to give me your money. The government doesn't have those incentives. They can take our money by force. And they right? do. No. They do take our money by force. And they absolutely <laughs> do. And and they uh, they don't have to have good customer service because what, what else are you going to do, right? You're not going anywhere. And they don't have to uh, have very good quality because, again, like we're all stuck with them. And so it leads to problems uh, that, you know, we could do so much better if there was a little bit of competition because everyone wants roads. I mean, everyone needs to be able to drive to work or to the stadium or to a friend's house or whatever. And so we all have an incentive to have good roads. 
but we need to come up with a different way of doing it. But what's silly, Brittany, about this question is when people ask us, well, you know, without government, who will build the roads? It's not really a question about the roads, right? It's really a question of what is the proper role of government? And should we have these monopolies at all? So we've talked about roads. Uh, there's another one I have in mind. Uh, tell us the story of like po the post office, right? Lysander Spooner has a great story here. So what's yes. what's that story about? So first of all, every listener after this, the first thing they should do is Google Lysander. You said, I've heard it Lysander, I've heard it Lysander. Lysander, Lysander yeah. Spooner. So he did something that nobody else dared to do, and that was to create a private post, uh, post office. So we are used to the post office now. There is no other way to send a letter. If you want to send a basic letter, you can't go anywhere else because the government and the post office have a monopoly on sending letters, which sounds crazy when you think about it. Well, back in the day, this would have been, what, 1800s? I can't remember the exact year. But Lysander decided that he was he was done. He was done using the post office. He was going to start his own. And I think it was called, I'll link it in the show notes, like the American, like the American post office or something very similar. But he ended up getting shut down because the government came in and said, no, you're not allowed to do this. Even if you do it better than us, it doesn't matter. We have a monopoly on the mail and you can't do this. And nobody has ever even tried since him to do this because again, the second you try to do anything, open up competition to the government, their first instinct is not to compete with you and try to offer a better service. Their first instinct is to shut you down. Yeah. Monopolies don't like competition. They, they want not. to be able to, to do uh, whatever they want. They want to they, they don't like the incentives. Uh, they, they don't want to be pushed into better customer service or lowering their prices. And so they're going to try and jealously guard, you know, their monopoly so that they can kind of fend off uh, competitors and not have to deal with people. So it's a super interesting question. Um, and, and it strikes me as um, kind of an insincere question, uh, who will build the roads, right? Because the way this question usually comes up is if we're saying, hey, the government should not be involved in picking winners and losers mm -hmm. um, in, in businesses. It shouldn't give tax breaks, you know, basically free money to some businesses and not to others. That's unfair. We think that's a bad thing. The government shouldn't do that. And then someone will come back and respond and say, but without the government, who would build the roads? Yep. Right? It's like, well, wait, wait a minute. We're not talking about roads. We're talking about this one specific policy that the government shouldn't be involved in. But it's all—it's a logical fallacy, right? It's, it's, that's a term for basically someone who's not arguing fairly. They're not arguing properly. And so they're trying to say, oh, well, you clearly must be wrong over here because we need government because otherwise we'd have no roads. But it's kind of like a, a bit of a stretch, I think. A bit of a stretch and just, again, literally anybody else. That's, that's what gets me every time. You know, if Domino's can build, can fill in potholes and build a road, again, anybody can. It's like, I don't know how it is in your neighborhood, but in my neighborhood in, in Texas, nobody put up fences. You were in charge of putting up your own fence, which means you actually had to work with a, the neighbor on every side of you that you shared with. Because um, it wasn't like we were on a whole acre, but we it's bigger, bigger properties of land in Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, but I always thought that was interesting on how everybody always got a fence. It wasn't this big contentious thing where it was like, oh, no, how are we each going to get How are we going to work with three different neighbors to get a fence up? Everybody ended up getting what they needed. They collaborated. They worked together. A road might be a little bit different, but I don't think the principle is that much different. I think you could collaborate with people and make something come together, especially if you each have a need for it. I, I think there would also be, you know, whenever you have the market involved, whenever you have more competition, the, the quality of something skyrockets. And yep. so even, even though, as we pointed out earlier, Brittany, that it's private companies who are actually building the road, 
we don't quite get the same benefit that we would from companies actually being involved with producing the roads and and funding the roads. Because if we had companies fully involved, if you had the ability as, let's say, a neighborhood, to use your example, Brittany, to, to kind of get together and select which company was going to put down the roads, all of a sudden you would see quality go up and price go yep. down because companies are having to bid on these specific projects and have to be very you know, responsive to the people who want the roads. Competition always makes things better, right? Always. It's in one of in one of the Teletwins books we talk about like, do you want the same standard flavor of ice cream as everyone else? This is in the Teletwins and the Fate to the of uh, the Future, which uh, contemplates not just roads, but yeah, should the government be involved in anything or should we have a peaceful society without the state? Right. We talk about society versus the state or the free market versus these government monopolies. Um, and so would we like it if the government said everyone has to have vanilla ice cream? No, life is way better when there's like, you know, 83,000 kinds of ice cream. Don't you have that like Halo stuff, Brittany? Is oh, that Halo top? I... You mean the best ice cream? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's not even real <laughs> ice cream, but I'll, I'll give it to you for purposes of the discussion. And so here, you know, you have this unique kind of ice cream. I like uh, whatever it's called. Uh, I, I kind of like Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's but, is good ice cream. <laughs> uh, I like, you know, dryers as well. And so there's just all this diversity, right? There's competition. There's different flavors, different levels of cream in the ice cream. Yours is kind of this fluffy, airy, whatever. And Heaven, I might like I believe the, the term is heavenly. Yeah. Heavenly. You have the <laughs> heavenly kind. I have the devilish kind, which is like, you know, more calories than I can count. Um, but, but that's, what's amazing about the market. There's so many different options and we don't have to all have the same, you know, standardized thing. But when you get monopolies involved, when you get a government involved, you get some person in charge who's just like, this is the way it's going to be for everybody. And that's no fun. That's just not a good way to live life. No, it's also not productive. I mean, just look at the, to go back to the roads example, the roads are always in disrepair. Like I've never met anybody who loves the roads in their city, right? <laughs> or loves the neighborhoods because they're always being messed up. They're always under construction. They're always like being like worked on at really inconvenient times. So we only know the government way and it's not the best way. So it's, it's silly to me that we wouldn't give the market a try. Well, I think that's a, a good note to end on. The market is always better. Let's give it a try. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends. TuttleTwins.com slash podcast is the link to send. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for chatting, Brittany. See you next time. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.